Welcome to Southern Man Western Town. Two. I read once musicians don't retire. They stop when there's no more music in them. Well, I still have music in me. Absolutely positive about that. Before the beginning, after the great war between heaven and hell, God created the earth and gave dominion over it to the crafty ape he called man. To each generation was born a creature of light and a creature of darkness. And great armies would clash by night in the ancient war between good and evil. There was magic then, nobility, and unimaginable cruelty. And so it was, until the day that a false sun exploded over Trinity, and man forever traded away wonder for reason. Southern Man, Western Town, everybody. I'm your host, Jeff Lawrence, or J.S. Lawrence, whatever you want to do. 
You can look both of those names up on Spotify and iTunes and find my music, but today isn't about my music. Except, let's talk a little bit about what you just heard. First time I've ever, uh, it's, I think it's the first time I've ever played bass on the show. Just got a new five-string fretless bass by a company called All, let's see, All-in-One Guitars, I think, All A-I-O. And the bass is called Wolf. Um, they're a custom company out of Los Angeles. So I don't think very many people own this bass. I don't even have a serial number. Um, well, it probably does somewhere. Maybe under the neck. But anyway, playing a little five-string fretless bass. Liking it so far. A lot of people don't know about the brand, but if you get a chance, uh, just look up Google Wolf Basses. But they make guitars and other basses. I just like five-string fretless. That's my kind of bag. Um, didn't want to dish out grand or so for a Fender Jazz five-string fretless, which is kind of really what I want, but I don't play enough bass to warrant that. I uh, will be playing bass in um, Gary Drano's band as soon as we get the band going. After The band's ready to go. Um, it's just COVID, so we're not doing anything. But I do have gig news for me. Um, I have a smooth jazz gig on April 3rd at Hopper's Brew Pub down in Sugar House, Utah. April 3rd, 8 to 11. I'll announce it on all the shows up until then. So, But it's yeah, one of my first smooth jazz things I've been able to do. I'll throw it together. I'm not sure what band's going to look like yet. I'm kind of putting together the band now. But we're going to we easily... We're going to put it out as Endless Sky, most likely, instead of Jeff Lawrence Group or J-Law Trio or whatever I usually do. It's going to be called Endless Sky after one of my songs. Um, that's a collab I'm doing with Andrew Klossmacher, who is on the show next week. And uh, we've recorded one song called The Ascension. And we're going to, I'm going to probably play it on the show next week, but I don't think it's going to be officially released for a couple more weeks. Maybe next week. We'll see. Sooner than uh, I thought it was going to be. Anyway, today on the show, so next week's Andrew Glossmacher. Um, this week, Angie Lynn Carter. She is a country vocalist. Um, she says southern rock, too, so kind of country rock, maybe we'll say. But uh, out of uh, Kennesaw, Georgia, out of my neck of the woods back home, and I didn't even realize that when I first talked to her about being on the show i thought she was from nashville tennessee which she does spend a lot of time up in nashville recording and all that but uh i didn't realize she lived in kennesaw georgia which is i mean i was three four years ago i was teaching guitar in kennesaw georgia for Pontier music um so very close to my neck of the woods down there. Um, I'm from originally from Smyrna, Marietta, Georgia. Kind of those are two cities that are kind of hooked together. Yeah, sometimes you'll cross a road from Smyrna, you'll end up in Marietta, and you'll go through the red light, and you're back in Smyrna again. Kind of. So we, I'm kind of from both of those cities. Grew up in both of them, um, but they're real close to Kennesaw, where Angie Lynn Carter is at. We talked Travis Tritt, who is also he's from. Uh, I guess you'd call it East Cobb, I don't know exact city, which you, or Canton maybe where he was from, I don't, I, saw, I don't know. But he lives out in Hiram, Georgia, which is not far from there. We talk about him, um, her run-ins with him, my run-ins with him. And 
Uh, we talk about Jackal, Jesse James Dupree. He lives in Kennesaw, Georgia, too. Has Cock of the Walk Studios. Talk about him a little bit. Um, kind of knew a lot of the same people. So she says she, uh, they call her the Stevie Nicks of country. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I, I, I bet other people have, uh, have called themselves that. But Angelina Carter is uh, pretty much, uh, that's a good description i guess you can you can listen to all her music on spotify and uh itunes and all that um looking for a reason is the song i play on the show today which she had uh features uh leroy parnell country fans probably know leroy parnell he had some hits back in the early to mid 90s had a few hit songs but he's kind of known in nashville as, as the slide guitar guy like he plays great slide guitar and it really just tasteful uh slide guitar not so much like Dwayne Allman which I'm sure he could do that but he does more like melodic kind of almost like uh I don't know um I can't think of it I think of what I'm trying to say dobro type uh solos but on slide guitar regular electric guitar with the slide so Leroy Parnell is on that song with her we talk about that she talks about how he uh they met and how they recorded the song and all that um and I apologize to you guys if I hadn't. Uh, I was supposed to have this show out earlier today, but been out on the town with my wife. It's been snowing like crazy here all day, but it's it's been like 34, 36, 38 degrees, so it's not really been sticking, just steadily falling, steadily falling. Went out shopping for vehicles. Going to get a Nissan, or now we're talking about getting a Mazda. We don't know what the hell we're doing, but we... Went and had some Mexican food, drove up into Ogden Canyon. If you've ever been up in Ogden Canyon in Utah, it's really beautiful. Drove up there this morning in the snow and had some breakfast at the Oaks restaurant right on the Ogden River. So uh, just some local local people know what I'll be talking about. Um, speaking of local, the band Royal Bliss, uh, friends of mine. I guess you'd say we're friends, me and Taylor and me and... Uh, Neil uh, Taylor's been on the show, Taylor Richards. They just released their cover of um, the Chris Isaac song, Wicked Game, like yesterday. And it's a good version, man. Neil, Neil sings it really well, and they're good backup vocals and the whole nine yards. Um, anyway, that is, uh, that's that. Um, as far as politics go, I don't want to get too much into that, but they acquitted Trump today in the Senate, so he did not get... Uh, the impeachment did not go through the Senate. That's about, I mean, everybody that cares probably already knows about that. I don't want to get into my opinion on the matter. Um, but that's kind of what's gone down in politics. Some, you know, sometimes we talk pro wrestling on this show. Uh, Butch Reed passed away. A lot of guys don't know who Butch Reed is. He was a real, he was an African-American wrestler and one of the first to kind of be prominent. He was a... Um, Big in Louisiana, Georgia, and stuff like that in the late 70s, early 80s area. Um, Butch Reed passed away. And on uh, speaking of passing away, um, Chick Corea died at age 79. I'm a jazz guy, so it kind of affected me, Chick Corea. And I, as I tell the story sometimes, I've told it on a couple of podcasts, I got the opportunity to um, try out for Chick Corea's band when I was about 20 three or 24 somewhere in there and in, in atlanta georgia um and i chickened out i went in with my guitar and i wasn't ready i wasn't 
a jazz guitarist then. I was just a, a rock guitarist and country guitarist, and I could I could play blues, country, and rock all day long. Jazz, I was kind of you know I knew some stuff, not all. I knew pretty good classical, but I was you know I go in there and I think Frank Gambale was there that night. Uh, that just just joined Chick as a electric band. If you don't know who Frank Gambale is, he's a just a great great Australian guitarist, but there's no way I was going to try to, I wouldn't have made the gig anyway, but I didn't even try out because I just wasn't ready at the age I was then and experience level, even now, I mean, I could, you know, I get, I'm more equipped now because I'm a jazz player now, but um, still not, not my, quite my bag, but uh, rest in peace, Chick Corea, one of the greats, great, great, great piano keyboard player, um, 79, not a bad run. That's gonna that's gonna do it for now, but um stay tuned for my interview with Angie Lynn Carter and please go to she'll tell you all of her uh, web her website and all that stuff, but please go um download or stream her music on Spotify and iTunes. While you're there, um you can if you're listening to Southern Man Western Town the podcast here on Spotify or iTunes, whatever you're listening to it on, um please uh like, subscribe or follow. If you can donate to the show, I record it over at anchor.fm slash jeff-lawrence. Um, you can go over there and, and support the show as little as like two bucks a month, I think. Sure could use your help. This is like episode 80, 79 or 80 now. Um, if you want to make a one-time donation on Venmo, um, go to Jeff. Oh, sorry, Venmo.com slash Jeff-Lawrence-48. You spell my name J-E-F-F-L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E. You can also go to LawrenceJeff1968 at gmail.com if you want to do, do PayPal. That's uh, my PayPal address, and you can make a donation there. You can also use that same email to order my copy of my book, um, The J.S. Lawrence Guitar Method um, in Theory book. Uh, or a physical CD. I am doing Zoom lessons now. If you want to hit me up, uh, just direct message me on the... best thing to direct message me on is go over to... You can email me right on lawrencejeff1968 at gmail.com or you can go over to Facebook and go to Southern Man Western Town Podcast. And uh, I do Zoom guitar lessons now since the COVID thing. So anyway, I'm going to play you out with some little more fretless bass. Um, stay tuned for my interview with Angie Lynn Carter. For a reason, Angela and Carter. Looking for a reason. Featuring uh, Leroy Parnell. Make me wanna stay. Searching for the answers.
is Angie Lynn Carter. How are you doing? I'm great, Jeff. How are you? Good. It looks like you're calling me from, from my home state, Georgia, from the area code. I am. I am. We live in Kennesaw. Okay, yeah. I, uh, I'm from Marietta, Smyrna area, but I'm um, calling you from, uh, talking to you from uh, Ogden, Utah right now. 
Mm, <laughs> is it pretty there? Uh, it's, it's gray and uh, gray and cold today. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been out here quite a while. But yeah, I still got some. I got some family up in Cartersville areas. Oh yeah. I, I was assuming you were calling me from Nashville for some reason, but you go up to yeah. We spend a lot of time in Nashville, but this is our base here in Tennessee. Yeah, I was about to say you probably it's not that far of a drive. <laughs> um, no. Now let's talk about your. Uh, your latest song is called uh, "Looking for a Reason," right? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, yeah, Leroy Parnell playing some some slide guitar on there. How did that How did that come about? Did you already know him, or did your record company kind of hook you up? Or well, no. What happened was we were in Nashville recording, and we met who we did not know at the time was his um, girlfriend, and her name is Lisa Stewart. She's a very accomplished singer and. Um, she's done TV, she's done all kinds of cool stuff. She used to do shows back in the 80s. Um, but our, uh, the person we were in, I mean, recording with at the sound kitchen recommended her as a backup singer. So she came into the studio and we did a couple of things together. And then she came back the next day and in walked Leroy Parnell. <laughs> and we were like, uh, okay. <laughs> Leroy Parnell is standing here at our you know, recording session. And she goes, I hope y'all don't mind, but I wanted to bring uh, my boyfriend with me. And we're like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we were, I, I'm very rarely starstruck, but I have been a huge Leroy Parnell fan since, you know, it, the 70s. Like, I, he's on my regular playlist. And I showed her that. I said, you're going to die, but this is, this is really my playlist. Like, I listen to all his stuff. So she thought that was cool, and of course he—he's like the most humble person you'll ever meet. Um, to, you know, for me, I think he's one of the talented, most talented musicians there is, and he is just so humble. And so, you know, we met him and instantly became friends. He helped us. He goes, well, he was talking with her, and he said, "Do you, do you mind if I help you with this session?" And we're like, uh, "No, <laughs> you can do whatever you want to do." So, it, you know, we just became friends, and his girlfriend and I became very good friends, and she started helping us with all of our background stuff. So, um, we were, you know how you're, you don't want to ask people like that, you know, hey, you want to be on our song? Yeah, you know, and, and sometimes you, you have to go through their... You're just using, you yeah. know, your friendship so they can be on your song, because right. we truly enjoyed their friendship. So, we didn't say anything to him, and um, I surprised Ryder, it was his birthday. Ryder's my husband, he's my songwriter, he plays guitar in the band. Right. And so I wanted to surprise him for his birthday and have Leroy and Lisa meet us at a restaurant in Nashville. So they did and we just we had a really good, you know, evening with them and we started walking out to the car and Leroy says, Well, if y'all aren't gonna ask me, I'm just gonna tell you I wanna play on one of your songs. <laughs> of course we were completely blown away. <laughs> yeah. And Ryder's like going, uh, yeah, man, I mean, you can play on whatever song you want to play on. And he said, well, send me what you're working on, and, you know, then I'll, I'll see, you know, which one I like. And he picked Looking for a Reason. Still there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cut off on me for a second. Yeah, so we sent him some songs, and he picked Looking for a Reason. Yeah, and he, uh, yeah, I listened to it a few times. He's yeah, and he's always kind of been known for the slide being the slide guy in uh in Nashville, the slide player. So, 
probably. But he just did that on purpose. Yeah, it really did. And uh, does he still is he still actively out there with his own band, or probably not during COVID, he but is. normally? Yeah, he is. So what happened after that is he started asking us to open for him. So we did some shows here and and opened for him, and um, we were supposed to do that, of course. Last year, we had several things already lined up, but, you know, you know what happened last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty yeah. much been my, uh, I'm like 70, I think this is episode 79, about <laughs> 60 of them have been have been a COVID-related podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> or people telling me what yeah. they had to cancel, what they hadn't. Um, how is it in Georgia? Has it, has it opened up at all? And I, I, my dad and my one of my younger brothers mm-hmm. lives there, but I don't. They haven't, I haven't really talked to them much about it, but. So, it, I mean, it is, it is somewhat, I mean, you know, a lot of the restaurants still are kind of at half capacity and, you know, uh, actually my husband and I both had COVID in December. So we are, um, you know, still kind of getting over that, but, so we kind of watch what, you know, where we go, but, um, it's, it's opened up, you know, I mean, some places you'll go, it's completely opened up and everybody acts like nothing ever happened and then you go other places and you know, everybody's still kind of under wraps. So. Yeah, it's kind of like that out here, too. It's out in the West where I live. You could, it's it's kind of that way. It's a little more opened up, and we don't have as much of a population. But um, go up to places like Idaho and stuff, they don't really, they just pretend it didn't even happen. <laughs> nothing's new. <laughs> nothing's new up I there. I would pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's that? So what's next? Is this the, is this just a like a single, or did you have the whole whole album recorded, or that you haven't released yet? Or so that's what we're working on, and we're trying to decide. You know, since I mean, we've only had uh, two shows offered to us this year so far because some new venues still haven't opened up. So we're kind of battling with: do we we have enough for a whole new album? But we're like, do we go ahead and release it? Do we release singles? You know, we're kind of looking to our record label. We um, are with Sony Orchard yeah. and Eminent Records, and that we've kind of all decided that maybe just releasing one at a time is probably the best thing right now. Because obviously, when we're out touring, we can you know play all the songs. But right. when we're not, then you know we just kind of have have toyed with the idea of do we do it just release it or do we do one at a time? So right now, that's what we're doing is just releasing one at a time. Yeah, I think that's probably the better idea too. I'm a that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm a I'm a I'm a jazz guitarist, and I just do smooth Ooh, jazz. I like that. But I uh, yeah, I just, I'm gonna I'm not releasing any more albums. I'm just gonna um, do singles. Seems like that's. I what, think that's what most everybody's going to since you know nobody's touring right now because that's what you base your tour on is your new music. So right now, do you do any? Uh, what do you do? Uh, perform? Do you do any covers at all? So we've tried to stay an original band that's kind of been, you know, our little niche because we write, you know, all of our own songs. Right. But we do some covers, but I decided a long time ago, if I'm going to do some covers, I want to do stuff that girls don't do. Because I don't want to be the typical, okay, this is, you know, what you would expect a girl to do. Right, right. So um, we're very Southern rock. It's kind of our base. And so I do um, Simple Man. That, as a matter of fact, we took it out for a while. and. All of our fans are like, please put that back in. Like we've never <laughs> heard a girl do that song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's you know, it's a, and we do a great version of it. My band is amazing, and uh, everybody just loves that. So if I do a cover, I do it a little bit different. 
Um, I have started doing, everybody calls me the country CD mix. So I have started doing a little CD mix. I do a really cool version of Dreams. We're actually going to put that out pretty soon. We've been in the studio recording our version of that. Um, but if I'm going to do a cover, I do it very differently. And like uh, we do, um, you know, Miranda Lambert and the Sister Annie's band that she formed for a little while. Yep, yep. They had the song, um, what is it? I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. We do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Uh, Hell on Hill. Hell on Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I do Hell on Hill, but I go into Midnight Rider. Oh, that's cool. Brothers. Oh, that's really cool. So it's a really cool transition. And of course, the audience isn't expecting it. And it just, it, the crowd that we play to, it just, it goes over so well. Yeah, and we kind of become known for doing covers, but doing them, I, I call it Angel and Carter style, but we do it very differently. Right. They, uh, some of those mashups work really good like that if you get the right two two songs oh together. this one is amazing together yeah it, everybody loved it um now now do you get to record wherever you want or does your does the your record company kind of tell you where you have to go so they don't really um so we record a lot in nashville what we were um we were recording a lot in nashville at the sound kitchen and we love the guys there they're just they're amazing but we found a studio here in kennesaw I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Jesse Dupree from Jackal. Oh, yeah. He's got like Cock of the Walk studio or something like that. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's where we're recording now because it's like five minutes from our house. <laughs> yeah. I kind of grew up so, with him uh, when I used to be in rock bands back in the late 80s. Yeah. He was a uh, He was like the door guy at one of the bars I'd play yep. at. <laughs> he was the bouncer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was it Magruder's? Uh No. Magruder's. It was, it was uh, Danny's. Danny's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. He was he did play at Magruder's a lot back then in his other band. Uh, that's right. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. But yeah, we just uh my husband actually, y'all may even know each other, uh, he was big in the eighties rock scene here in the day we all hung out at the same club, which is amazing that we never ran into each other, which we think is very funny. But what band was we, he? We in? Never, well he just he wasn't in a band. Well, I take that back. He traveled around with Mylon Lefebvre. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very, yeah, I'm, I'm very familiar with him. Yeah, so he did that for years, but he knew, you know, he was he knew the music scene, knew all the people here in Atlanta. But it was really odd. He was at the gym one day and he saw Jesse in the gym, and so he just kind of went over and spoke to him and said, "Hey, you know, try to circle up a conversation about music." And he said, well, if y'all ever need a studio, you know, I'm right here in Kennesaw. So this was about two years ago. Well, then it started, turned out that he has a little country band uh, that he started called Dixie Inc. Yep, yep. I know and the first part before COVID hit, we did, he sold out shows with him at Mad Life in Woodstock. Yep. So last year, we were going to be on the road with Dixie Inc. all summer long. So that was a big disappointment. <laughs> Yeah, but it'll it'll pick back up if it, if anybody's gonna yeah, go, go out will. and play, if anybody's gonna book shows, it'll be him. <laughs> he's, oh yeah, he's yeah. fired and up. He's awesome. He's been great to us, and you know he said he's gonna get us hooked up this year with like the Harley circuit and some things like that. So we're excited about that. Yeah, I was gonna tell you too. I I moved. Me and my family moved back to uh, Georgia about two thousand 
I don't know, somewhere around 2014, and we stayed three, four years, came back to Utah again. But uh, I recorded four albums out there while I was there in Cartersville. There's a guy, I don't know if you know him, there's a guy named Donnie Hammonds, and he runs After Dark Studio in uh, Cartersville. That, that'd be a really good good guy to look up if you ever get a chance, named Donnie Hammonds, because he's a... He has a great little studio out in the woods. I mean, you, you would drive by and you'd just think it's some some old lady's house or something, but it's a mm-hmm. full-on studio. And uh, yeah, he does a, he does some great things at pretty reasonable prices there. If you ever get a okay, yeah, I'll write the down. It's called After Dark. It's a I think it's over on Highway 61, where how where Cartersville kind of runs into Dallas, kind of in between there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's cool. Um, as far as uh. Let's kind of go back a bit. How did you? Uh, when did you first start start your uh, solo project with your band and all? We've been we started about six years ago. We actually looked at something the other day from I think 2011. Okay, I believe there was a picture from a show or something. But we, we've been together for a while now. Okay, that's cool. And then, um, do you do you do? Some do you do most of the writing, or do you like to collaborate with your husband on that? Or yeah, we do mm-hmm. do that together. And he's and he said he plays the, the guitar in your band, right? He does. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Um, now, do you uh, do you mark just do you, how do you do that? Is he like just play the acoustic and you kind of write out the words? And is that kind of how it usually works? Or <laughs> so it depends. Um, Sometimes, and he really comes up with all the music. He'll play me something, and then we'll go, hmm, let's, let's work with that, you know, or he'll come up with a verse. And for some reason, I'm good with choruses. So if he might have a verse, and then I go, ooh, this would be a full chorus. So it, we don't really have a, like a um, set style that we use. It's just pretty much, he hears a lot of things. And so he'll play something, and then he'll talk to me and go, well, do you like this? So it kind of starts out like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, if he was with Milo Lefebvre, he's definitely got the, uh, he's probably definitely got the experience to come up with stuff. <laughs> oh, he's amazing. He, he is absolutely amazing with stuff like that. He's it? actually writing for a new adult cartoon. Oh, okay. He's collaborating with three other guys, and they're about to get the green light, we hope, on it. But it's really a cute, it's going to be a cute cartoon, but it is adult. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Um what? But it's called um, Passion Rock. Okay. It's off Adult Swim, if you're familiar with that network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't watch it, but I know what you're talking about. My kids but pro- it's very funny. My kids probably it's watch it without me, without me knowing it. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> um, so what's, uh, what's next on the horizon? You got any gigs lined up now, or, or are they kind of off? So we're headlining um, at a club in Woodstock. It's probably one of our favorite places to play, but it's a really cool indoor venue, and we're headlining there in April. And then we're working on, you know, slowly some of the festivals we usually do are starting to come around and and potentially, you know, say they're going to open. So we'll see. We're just kind of taking it as it comes. Um, you know, Jesse's going to go back out with Dixie Inc., so we hope, you know, that's going to get us some shows there. So, you know, we're just kind of sitting tight and hoping some things open up. Now, and the, the place in Woodstock, that's called uh, Mad Life? Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, when I had moved back to Georgia, I taught guitar lessons over at a music store near there. And uh, right when it was kind of starting to, uh, they were just starting to try to figure out what they were doing as far as 
who they were going to book and all. So that's, that's good. Yeah. So that's, I, you know, places you know aren't quite opening up yet, but we we've, we've been real positive, and we've heard from several people that usually book us that they're working on stuff. So do you ever did, we do, hope that'll. Do you ever play the just play the straight up bars, or do you kind of try to stay out of that? We try to stay out of that because we just really try to stay and be an original band. And usually those bars want you to do a lot of covers. Yeah, and for not so much we, money. We kind of, you know, we, yeah, and we have a few people that, you know, that we've met that we do stuff with from time to time that have bars. But they know who we are, and, you know, they're cool with us getting somebody like a acoustic act to open for us who does a lot of covers, and then we do our original music, but throw in a few covers. Now, do you, uh, do you ever cross paths with any of the other uh, country people in the area, like Mark Wills or Travis Tritt? Or... Oh, yeah. So we've opened for Travis a lot, and his daughter actually opened for us uh, two years ago. Okay. So we're very, yeah, we're very good friends with the Tritt. Okay, yeah, I kind of grew, I kind of grew up with him. He was f- about four years older than me, I think, at the time, but he used to I knew him back before he made it. He was uh, he just used to play guitar at a strip club over over <laughs> over, over, over in. Uh, hey, you got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, and it was funny. Years later, I was working construction. This is after he already made it and bought his house over in uh, Hiram and all that. And uh, I was I got a I was at work construction fixing basement leaks, and they get uh, we got hired to go over to Travis's house and put fix a leak down in his wine cellar in the basement and i was i was writing song country songs at the time i was like i'm gonna pitch pitch him a song and he wasn't there and uh i got a hold of him he said just leave it down in the wine cellar whenever i get back off tour i'll i'll grab the it was a cassette tape back then but uh it never <laughs> happened i got about a week later i got a, a i got cussed out by his manager and he sent the tape back to me <laughs> Cussing me out, called my boss up, cussed him. Um, and I reason. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, if you got a song, you want somebody to hear it. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, and the reason why they got mad, I guess the guy that had wrote the song "Achy Breaky Heart" for Billy Ray Cyrus back then had actually tried to pitch Travis some songs, and he just went by there and like was throwing cassette tapes over his fence into his yard. <laughs> and uh, and he, Travis never listened to any of them, but then when Travis Tripp put out one of his songs, I don't remember which one it was, I think it was have God Have Mercy on the Working Man or something like that. They, the guy tried to sue him saying he had uh, stole the song from him, and he, and you know they had never even listened to any of those tapes. That's kind of why they got strict on it, but never got to pitch anything <laughs> after that. Well, it's funny because my son was working construct. I mean, uh, landscaping a couple of years ago, and he called me one day and he said, "Mom, he goes, do you know who Patty Loveless is?" I'm like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> you because know, he was only like 21, and he didn't know who she was. And he said, "Yeah, we're at her house over here in Dallas doing some work today." And he said, "He goes, I got one of your CDs in my truck. You want me to give it to her?" I said, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> Yeah, and I think so. He seen and for a couple of days. He would see her like ride down in the little her little, you know, um, what do you call them? not a go kart, but you know. Yeah, I know what little, you're talking about, like the four wheel thing. Yeah, so she'd be riding around the property, and uh, he did give it to her gardener. He said, "My mom sings country music, and this turned into CD. Would you give it to Patty?" <laughs> yeah, and I think her husband actually used to play bass for Elvis at some way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, he did. And even uh, and then that that goes back to Milo Lefebvre. He wrote a song for Elvis. 
there's all kinds yes, of co- all kinds of connections going on around there. That, that song bought him a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I actually actually used to go see him, and then my mom was big time into his uh, Christian stuff. We used to go like Mount Perry mm-hmm. Church on Mondays back in the yeah. 80s, you know, and watch him. But uh, yeah, I still listen to him. I'm probably the only one out here in Utah that knows who he is. But uh, he has one of the prettiest voices ever. Now back to your stuff. Uh, what do you, do you um, do? You guys tour, or you plan on touring, or you just kind of ha- stay kind of regional? Or well, we like to stay kind of regional. I mean, you know, we'll go some place. We've been offered some stuff in Florida before, um, but we kind of try to stay at least four or five hours. You know, with our home base here. Yeah, you can do that where where you guys are at. Out here, it's a lot tougher to do that. The, um, cause you can't even get to the next big city in five hours. <laughs> like, right, right. And see, we've got all, when we can get to, uh, the Carolinas, we can get to Alabama. I mean, we can get to several places and still stay kind of local. You're, yeah. Now what, what about videos? You guys put out any videos and stuff? So we have, um, we have a video we did years ago in Nashville that's online. And then we, uh, most recently did one. I did a cover of. Amanda, um, oh. I always say Don Williams, but yeah, I'd rather think that um, Waylon. Waylon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we we always have that. Uh, I'll even say it on stage. I go, okay, uh, who all thinks this is Don Williams, and who thinks it's Waylon, and he usually <laughs> wins, and everybody says Waylon, but I still say Don Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we actually did that at Jesse's studio. He's got this really cool room. If you look at the video, he's got this really cool room with these barrels in there, and he's got, like, the Velvet Elvis posters. And it's a really cool room, but that's where we actually shot the video in. Yeah, it was funny. The last time I talked to Jesse, he it was a few, probably four years ago, because he comes out here and plays. They play out at one of the bars in Salt Lake City, so I'll, I'll talk to him sometimes. But he... uh Last time I talked to him, he was in Kennesaw. He goes, you'll never guess who's in my daughter's bedroom sleeping right now. I was like, I don't know. And he goes, Brian Johnson from ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he sleeping in your daughter's bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> he, goes, he does that sometimes. But, well, this studio, people don't really realize that a lot of a lot of famous musicians come to this studio. Uh, his engineer, Jeff Comey, is like, he's done, like, number one Smash and Pumpkins. He's done all kinds of of albums that have hit number one. Yeah, and he got the Blackberry um, Blackberry Smoke guys going in there too. Yeah, I, so, I mean yeah. it's amazing who who. Well, and actually, when we were doing the shows with him at Mad Life um, at the beginning of last year, um, what's his name? Run DMC. Yeah. Daryl from Run DMC came out and sang a song with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everybody was in, in Woodstock was just like blown away, like totally proud. Look who's on stage with him. And I'm going to tell you something. He was one of the nicest guys I've ever been around in my life. Like sometimes you don't know how to approach people like that, you know, whether you just kind of like hang back. But he was hanging out with us and, and drinking backstage. And when I finished my set and came off, he's, he's a tall guy. He picked me up and hugged me and he said, girl, you just did your thing out there. And it was so <laughs> cool. I mean, he was like one of the coolest people ever. Yeah, I was actually, I was in a rock band called Fatal Vision back in the early 90s, and we they, we used to play this thing in Nashville called the Days of 103. It was a, the radio station was 103, but that, they had this thing where 103 bands would play nonstop for three days straight. And, uh, oh, wow. And, Je- and Jackal, Jesse's band Jackal was uh, there. That was before, they, they had gotten signed that night, and we were there the night they got signed, but... 
you kind of knew it when you saw him. Like he's like these guys are gonna go somewhere. But he got he got in a lot of trouble that night because we were in this place called the Cannery, and dated back to like the Civil War where we were playing at. And he like sawed one of the pillars in half with the, <laughs> with the, with the chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, and he got it was like a historic building. He got all kinds of trouble, but at least they got signed out of it. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, he'll remember that if yeah, you see he's, him. He's a cool guy. He's really been good to us. We're hoping to play Sturgis this year. Yeah, it's if you he could he could definitely make that happen. I know there's a couple of bands, oh, yeah. uh, a couple of bands here do that. We're not we're not that far from South Dakota. It's driving across Wyoming there. Um, yeah, so for something like that, we would travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely want to line up some other things. If you ever if you ever do that, get that gig. There's lots of places up in North Dakota and Minnesota and those areas that, that are really into what you're doing so you well that's what we were kind of thinking if we did that then maybe we could play some other places while we were there like take a week and just play some of the other places around there yeah there's some big country bars in like Cheyenne Wyoming and places like that where you guys could fit right in I could probably uh if, ever, if that ever happens you get that uh lined up just uh shoot me a direct message I've got some uh I've got some contacts for you for that um oh, that would be awesome yeah. that'd be great and they're always looking for you know, outside talent because they always they tend to get the same band from Nebraska coming through every other week and stuff like that. So they're always looking. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'll definitely do that. But anyway, I've kind of I've kept you long enough today, and I, I sure appreciate you uh, calling me. I know it's a two hours difference, and uh, but uh, before we wrap up, go ahead and give everybody your uh, all your info and, and where they can find you at. I know I've been listening to you on Spotify, but. Oh, thank you. Yeah, actually, speaking of Spotify, our new song that we just put out, the Looking for a Reason one that we were talking about earlier, yep. it's hit over 3,000, is it 3,300 3, uh, views in three days? Seven days. Yeah, and I'm going to play that song on this show, too, so... Um, okay. And that'll... Usually people don't, I mean, people aren't going to listen to this whole podcast to keep listening to this that song. So what they'll usually do is go over to, after they hear it and like it, they'll go over there and, and start streaming it from there. This show goes off or over on Spotify as well, so. Okay. Um, well, yeah, you can put in, if you put in Angie Lynn Carter, all of our social media comes up. I have an Instagram page. And then, of course, our Facebook page. And then. Uh, and website. And what about YouTube? You got some. The old videos you were talking about on yeah, there? Or? we do. Yeah, so if you put in uh, my name on YouTube, uh, we have live stuff that comes up. We have recordings that come up, and that's where our videos are. Now, are you related to the? Are you related to any of the famous Carters? <laughs> yeah. So this is the question I get asked a lot, and it depends on how you ask me. If somebody <laughs> just comes up to me and says, "Are you related to the Carters?" I say <laughs> yes. If they say, "Are you related to the Carters?" I say, yes. If they say, are you related to, and then they actually name, you know, the Carters, then I have to say no. <laughs> what about Jimmy Carter? He's from Georgia. <laughs> what about the pre old president? Yeah. So it, it all depends on how you ask me that question. <laughs> I don't know. You got to, you got to. Oh, and we do have a new single coming out called Tequila. When Which is going to be a really, it's a rock, and it's going to be very different from Looking for a Reason. It's coming out February 25th. February 25th, okay. That might be... Uh, and then we, oh, we need to have something else. He might issue that. So March 25th, we had we did a remake. I did Son of a Preacher Man. Okay. And we did a really cool kind of laid-back, bluesy version of it. And guess who we have on guitar? Leroy Parnell. 
Nope, Rick Richards from the satellite. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I, I know that. I know him. That's really oh, cool. Oh, my gosh. And it sounds so cool. Yeah, he's, he did Yeah, he came into the studio and had the same guitar that he uh, played on, Keep Your Hands to Yourself. Okay, yeah, he's got the old uh, the kind of Chuck Berry kind of thing going on. Yeah, it, he yeah. Sounded, it sounded great. Yeah, and, he's so funny. He's, he is a very unique person, and he's so funny. He, uh, when he finished... Uh, I said, oh, my God, now i got to go back and record my vocals because I'd already done my vocals. But after he put his spin on, I was like, I hear a whole other thing in my head now. And he looked at me and he said, Andy, he said, that is the best compliment that any guitar player can ever have. <laughs> is that after I do my friend, somebody wants to go back and record their vocals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I would, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a really cool version. We have these two gospel girls that Ryder has known since the 80s. Um, Carol and Vanessa, they've been singing gospel since they were probably four years old, and they do all the background stuff on it. They won a Grammy. I mean, they're just amazing, two amazing singers. And when will so that it, It's uh, going to be good. When will that be mm-hmm. released? That'll be out in March. March. 25th. Okay, very cool. Um, and I was going to ask you one more thing. On your, on your website, people can go on there and get merch and stuff like that, T-shirts and stuff? They can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, sure very can. cool. All right. Well, like I said, I appreciate you calling in. This uh, this goes out to like, I have about, I don't know. I usually have like pretty much every country that speaks English. I've got some listeners in a lot of Australia, Ireland, and stuff. So hopefully we can get your music out to some people overseas that may not know about it yet. Well, we actually are, are being played in several countries. I had a friend of mine. Uh, she and I used to work together a long time ago, and she called me. She was in Sweden. And she said, you're not going to believe this, but we're sitting in a restaurant and your song is being played right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like country music in some of those places. Oh, my gosh. She said they were eating and all of a sudden the song came on and her son looked at her and she goes, oh, my God, that's Angie. <laughs> yeah, I have, quite, I have quite a bit of listeners in Ireland, Australia um, for, for, on this show. And uh, I had a guy from Russia on last last show. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Yes, but, we uh, have uh, we've had listeners in Germany. I've done actually did an interview from a station in Germany. Oh, that's cool. That's very yeah. cool. Um, but this, like I said, this show, the this will actually be the Valentine's Day episode when this airs. And, uh, oh, fun. And okay, I'll, we'll have to listen to it. Yeah, and it'll, it's, on, it's on Apple uh, and Spotify and everything like that. What I'll do is uh, as soon as I release it next weekend, I'll shoot you over shoot you over the link I'll uh, through the Messenger, Facebook Messenger thing. I'll shoot you over the Spotify link so you can check it out and share it or whatever. But any, anyway, okay. you and your husband stay safe out there, and, uh, and I wish you best of luck, and thanks for calling in. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I enjoyed it, and, and wish you and your family the best as well. All stay right. safe. Bye-bye. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See you. All right. Sounds good. Bye-bye. If that ain't country, I'll kiss your ass. Welcome to the world of Black Dupont Records. Featuring the doo sounds of Dave Elmore, Brave Lover, Black Facebook, Twitter, family, and the big cartel, and blackboomorecords.co. Expect the knock. Okay, ask me how you become a boomerang. How do you become a boomerang? Oh, that's a good question. All right, thank you. Get a handful of Okay. Get a handful of Put them in your mouth. Okay. And you go to Gillies. 
ride that boat. Every time I ride that boat, they wonder why I'm spinning out. synthesizer hope you enjoyed my interview with Angie Lynn Carter I know I did it was good talking about uh, how she met Leroy Parnell and how that came about and all that stuff please go to her website and go over to all her social media like, subscribe, follow, go over to um, Spotify or iTunes or both and download her songs or stream her music and what you, the uh, as you can see here on the show today, the perpetual pickle party has been penetrated. <laughs> what do I mean by that? We finally got another female artist on the show. I've had I'm just not like I've had all men, but I've had like eighty eighty one episodes. I've had maybe ten females, and it's not my fault. I mean, I'm trying to. Uh, I try. I think when I email them, half the time their inboxes are so full of uh, guys and hitting on them and asking them crazy shit that they don't even get to my email to respond, or they think I'm hitting on them, or they think podcast is stupid, or who knows? Sometimes they just tell me to get in touch with their manager, and then they don't tell me who it is. Um, so, but luckily turned out good today so thanks again to for angie lynn carter being on the show and not a lot left to say today just if you want to let download and uh you know you can always find my music as well on itunes and all those places spotify just like under js lawrence l-a-w-r-e-n-c-e or jeff lawrence you can also go to youtube uh jeff lawrence lessons for a few guitar lessons on there. Um, some improv stuff I put on there as well. You can also hit me up on Twitter at JeffSLawrence1. Um, I am at JeffSLawrence on Facebook. And the Facebook page for this podcast is Southern Man Western Talent Podcast on Facebook. Go on over there, shoot me an email. I'll read it on the air. And also on Instagram, JLawMusic. Um probably most active on Twitter I would say and on the Facebook page on the for the website um, my website of course is thejslawrence.com if you want to go over there and stream a few free songs and uh, find out my tour dates I don't have the April 3rd date on there yet I think so I only have like one show 
September 21st on there right now. Haven't been steadily booking. I'm only going to, you know, I've decided, and since COVID hit, really, I've decided I'm only going to play the music I want to play, which is smooth jazz. And if I don't get to do smooth jazz, I don't know if I'm going to do anything. There's a possibility I would take a, a country gig as a guitarist or as a bassist. You know, I'm going to play bass for, like I said, in Gary Drino's um, classic rock band. So that I would do. But as far as just as my art, if you, if you will, my art, my art is uh, me. I like to the way I like to speak. What I have to say through music is with smooth jazz. I like to write the melodies. So you can, um, like I said, we're about to release a song under the band name of Endless Sky, which is basically a collab between uh, me and Andrew Glassmacher. So, uh, and like I said, he'll be on the show next week, and I'll play that song for you on the show next week. So please tune in for that. And uh, he's also going to be with me on my show on April 3rd. My birthday is April 5th, so if you get a chance to come down to Sugar House celebrate my birthday on April 3rd, which is Saturday night, April 5th is Monday. So, of course, we're going to do it a little early. Um, Topper's Brew Pub down in Sugar House. Sugar House is kind of the, the cool area of Salt Lake. I don't know what you want to call it, but that's kind of where all the cluster of uh, bars and cool little stores and deals like that are kind of on the east side of Salt Lake and uh, used to play down there a lot back in the day uh, a lot of places that aren't there anymore anyway thanks again for tuning into the show I think I've said all there is to say for this episode um, please keep tuning in and keep supporting the show and I'll Talk to you guys all next week. I'm going to play something for you now on my Epiphone Sheraton 2. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station.